What's up, Drew Hill? He Drew Hill. What's up? Hello, hello, hello. It is me. It is me, your True Hill Phenom SP3. We are live. Good morning. Live here, 9.05 a.m. Eastern Time here in the New York City area, everywhere across the world. I don't know. It's like 2 p.m. in the UK and all this other stuff. But we are here to discuss NJPW X Stardom Historic crossover this is our round table review breaking down all the action from new japan pro wrestling and stardom historic crossover the first co-promotional event between two of the biggest promotions in japan and i am here of course with the master of ceremonies when it comes to the true hill heat youtube channel when it comes to new japan uh, past present and future as well as all japanese wrestling i kind of lean on this gentleman right Right here he is Jay News. Good morning, good afternoon, and good evening, ladies and gentlemen. It's your good brother Jay News, and we back at it again. Me and the one and only SP3 talking to y'all about this crossover event. Historic indeed it was. SP3, historic indeed it was. We saw some things I didn't think that we would see, and on top of everything else, it was a good show. It was definitely a good yeah. show. It showed out, it did exactly what I thought it was going to do, and uh yeah. We should get started and let these people know. That's Absolutely. So, of course, if you are with us live, drop a thumbs up on this video. Share this video with all your wrestling fans, friends, and family on all your favorite social media platforms. If you are new to the True Hill Heat YouTube channel, welcome. We, we talk about all of professional wrestling here. Yesterday, we had our AEW Full Gear Roundtable Review with myself and Josh breaking down all the action from All Elite Wrestling. And today, we are talking about New Japan Pro Wrestling and Stardom because we talk about the whole range of professional wrestling as we're going to talk about Survivor Series coming up this week. We got preview. We got the watch along. We got the Roundtable Review. So hit that subscribe button. Hit the bell to stay notified for all the great content here. If you're watching us on Facebook, drop a thumbs up, a heart emoji, a laugh emoji, an angry emoji. However, historic crossover made you feel. Let us know with those emotes. And of course, if you're watching us on Twitter as well, retweet the video, like it, and of course, sound off in the live chat. We love to hear from all of you. True Hill Heat YouTube channel is interactive here. So we love to hear from all of you, hear your thoughts on historic crossover New Japan Pro Wrestling, Stardom, however it made you feel and however you feel about those promotions, let us know. You might know more stuff than us when it comes to Stardom or even when it comes to New Japan. So sound off in the live chat and, of course, your super chat donations. If you're feeling a little bit generous, it always helps out the channel, helps us grow, helps us do more live streams like this on New Japan and Stardom. So we always appreciate that. And this is a test run for a earlier uh, time slot for our live stream here j news has to do something very early this morning so we're doing it earlier so if you if you see we're you know we want more people to watch the earlier stuff this is a test so if you want earlier streams to share the video of course is the best way to do that we got frantic world who says what's up sp3 j news and chat we also got cm chris here with us saying afternoon sp3 and j news yes it's 2 p.m in the uk much love yes i was in the uk long enough to know it's a five hour difference between here 
and there. So I knew that off the top of the dome. So thank you. Thank you both for joining us. Thank anyone else who has joined us. CM is here with us as well saying, hey, y'all. Thank you, CM. Drop the thumbs up. Appreciate y'all coming. And let's get into the show. Uh, before you kind of break, we start breaking down the action from the pre-show to the main show, the big news of mm-hmm. one of the GOATs. The GOAT Gaijin, as I call him, Kenny Omega, returning to New Japan Pro Wrestling, getting the video on this show, challenging Will Ospreay for the IWGP United States Heavyweight Championship for Wrestle Kingdom on January 4th. We're going to talk all about that. Uh, But first up, let's get into what went down on the pre-show and everything first before we get into that and then everything that happened before Osprey and Shoto Aminu. But first, J-News, one word to give your overall thoughts on the show, Historic Crossover. Historic Crossover, Stardom, New Japan Pro Wrestling. Uh, One word. It was good, man. Good is the word. I like to, I want to use good because um, at the end of the day, they, like I was, like I said before, I feel like the show uh, executed what it wanted to execute. And they were, for me, there were a couple of surprises in the show, uh, just from an action standpoint and things of that nature. So that was, I don't know, for some people, it might have, it might have not been welcome, but for me, it was, it was welcome, uh, nonetheless. Uh, but yeah, man, good, good is the word on my end. Yeah, sure. I would say that, uh, more isn't the word that I think of because I want more of this because, you know, stardom, I'm not always able to catch. I'm not always able to watch. Uh, one, uh, I don't know if it's, you know, Kevin Kelly and Chris Carlton getting me comfortable with watching Japanese wrestling with English commentary, but it's a lot to kind of get me in the mental space to watch a whole show with nothing but Japanese commentary. Uh, it takes a lot now. So I like the fact that Chris Charlton and uh, Kevin Kelly kind of have said, even on commentary public before this show and on this show, that they want to do English commentary for stardom because that opens the world up for a yeah. lot of the North American fans. So I want more of this crossover between these two promotions. I want more matches on New Japan shows. I want one more crossover and i want you know english commentary eventually coming to stardom because it opens it up and i heard stardom had a tremendous show on uh the night before yeah yeah november 19th so i you know if j news is down after this show i'm down to do a little bit of maybe stardom review maybe we we watch a few stardom shows and review it on patreon i'm down for that as well oh man uh that doesn't sound like a bad idea we, like will, we, we, we will we will keep it there more uh, people are joining us in the live chat j news we got vala b who says good is the word uh indeed we also got cm chris who says damn omega and osprey is going to be a banger we know the story already in aew and the fact is happening in new japan all the better in my opinion sure. uh i know y'all been waiting for me here yes you are one of the main new japan fans on the channel we appreciate you for joining us vala b good to see you here yes good to see cm chris in the in the chat joining us as well antoine who says good morning fellas can we get uh Kyrie versus mercedes i mean i would have loved for mercedes to come out at the end of the night wait wait wait, wait 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 time out time out, time out. not martinez come on say there you go there you I'm go Mercedes Monet. I want to see Mercedes Monet show up in stardom. 
we gotta we gotta clarify for these people who who, who which Mercedes we talking about, folks. I mean, at the end of the hey, day, Martinez you gotta make this come. clear. It wouldn't be a big surprise if Martinez <laughs> showed up because you know New J- you know New Japan and AEW have a close relationship. New Japan is close with Stardom, so it's like it's like you know cousins by like a, a, a another degree or something like that. CM Chris says my Stardom knowledge is very rusty, so hopefully get to learn something here. Uh, we learned something watching the show, so yeah, I definitely sure. uh, got it your way. And then uh, Negro Buck is here with us, the good brother, who says it's actually happening. Omega versus Osprey. I think I I titled one of the graphics for that as it's really happening, y'all. I mean, honestly. I, I this is what we usually do on the roundtable reviews. I said I would let you take the lead. One request though, I think we should just get the elephant out the room. Talk about Osprey, Shoto Amino, and then the video package. I, do it out of right. order. Let's let's all do right. it out of order right. because right. we're, we're gonna have people talking about it. That's the main thing that everybody wants to talk about coming out of this show. We'll just skip over the match when we go through you know the proper order. But let's talk about Osprey, Shoto Amino. And then the post-match first, Jay All right, all right, all right. But let's introduce first as to how it went down at the Ariaki Arena. There were 7,102 New Japan fans live and direct in that arena. First of all, great setup. Loved the way that it looked, even though, you know, everything was, was pretty much spaced out. But the Tron, the Trons they had for the ladies, it seemed like the ladies had a bigger budget for their Tron, for their Tron graphics. Yeah. <laughs> So uh, big ups to the ladies over at Stardom for for getting those Tron graphics up and ready to go. But let's talk about it, SP3. Let's talk about the main event. Let's talk about how, well, the semi-main, should I say. Let's talk about how Will Ospreay took on Shota Uminu one-on-one. Red shoes in the building. So let's talk we, about the Hayabusa. Hayabusa. So, so the tri- tribute. So, so the tribute to so the tribute to Hayabusa. Will Osprey, as we know, a big time wrestling uh, fan. Uh, he went out of his way to get in contact with Hayabusa's daughter uh, and get the blessing of Hayabusa's daughter and the family in order to wear the mask and the tribute uh, costume gear, everything else in between. Uh, Will Ospreay is also going to be putting this particular gear and mask up for au- auction. Uh, to uh, to that way, uh, the funds that are going to be accumulated after the auction go towards uh, the cause that the family um, does support uh, on on their side of things. So that was a I, to, to me that was one of the dopest tributes that yeah. I've seen in a long time uh, for for a wrestler to do. Um, so that kicked off the entrances on, on that end. Uh, shooter. Shooter man, I, what can I say about this young kid, man? My main man, the top shotter, brap. Showed him, showed He did the damn thing, man. Um, he, he didn't let me down because I didn't get to watch the historic quest match between him and Will. Uh, but this match was definitely a banger, as people were expecting. This, uh, this to me, uh, you know, for them to be able to thrust uh, Shooter into the main event scene. Uh, just in this match, the way that they did in, in this historic crossover, uh, for me was 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 quite a bit. Uh, how do I say, how would I say this? It was a big thing, man. It was a big thing. The dude's been away for three years. This is his his first match back officially in 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 a new Japan ring in Japan, one on one, and it had to be against Will Osprey. Will Osprey, uh, he didn't put the kid over yet, but he damn well let him get his shit in, and uh, they. Definitely played it up with some of the storytelling in during the match as well. Um, I definitely, definitely dug this match. 
uh, for all that it was worth. Uh, SP3, your thoughts about the match before we get into the post-match stuff? Well, I, I really like the story that they tell, kind of playing off of the previous matches that they had, and especially the Royal Quest 2 match, where uh, his father, uh, you know, Red Shoes Uno, stopped the match. So when Osprey was laying in the elbows, like I previously showed here, uh, I thought that was when the, the storytelling of the match really picked up, and it was top-notch, especially, you know, Red Shoes Uno being a part of that story, you know, thinking about the health of one of the athletes in the match and one of those athletes is actually his damn son so i thought that storyteller <laughs> was great and it, it, it created a great atmosphere for amino's uh uh comeback showed shooter just came back and he had that fire to him he has that crispness in what he does he has an amazing drop kick as soon as he hit the drop kick yeah. i was like this is like okada s drop kick style like he comes across like a young tadahashi in a lot of ways to me but like when he hits that drop kick i was like oh that's the okada drop kick he's been watching okada but the comeback was amazing got a couple of great near falls especially with the uh death rider here mm -hmm. but Osprey is just too much. His offense, his high impact offense, the hidden blade, or when he hits the front hidden blade, I don't even know if it should be called hidden blade, it should be called the blade, uh, because it's not hidden anymore. But yeah, he just overwhelmed Amino. He just has too many weapons. He kicked out of the hidden blade, but kidding kick uh, he got hit with another hidden blade. Then the Stormbreaker, one, two, three. Osprey retained the IWGP uh, United States Heavyweight Championship. I thought it was a hell of an underdog performance from uh, Shooter. Uh, he showed a lot here, and he shows that he is going to be a future main eventer when it comes to New Japan Pro Wrestling. But his time isn't now. T the time right now is Will Osprey. And I thought about. I've been thinking about a lot of like the end of the year type of things. I would say mm -hmm. one of the best storylines in all of wrestling, but especially in New Japan, has been Will Ospreay kind of establishing the United States Championship as the 1B title. Like that, mm -hmm. that's been one of the better stories because it kind of just formulated over time. And, you know, you had the whole story with him trying to get, you know, possession of the physical title with, with juice. juice. Then you had his amazing performance in the G1. And then since the G1, just banger after banger for this championship, you know, the match at Royal Quest two was really good with uh shooter. Then he has the, the match with David Finley. That was awesome. Mm -hmm. He had the match with uh, Tensuya Naito that Dave Meltzer rated five stars and on rewatch i was like maybe i can't bump it up to the five star because that was an, a an incredible matchup this was another great one i give it i gave it a four and a quarter stars i thought shoto amino really stepped up to the occasion here in this match oh no man i mean without question i think the that uh like vala b saying in the chat man he's a future ace of this company and uh i've been a fan since day one so Big props to the shooter uh, for uh, for for his performance at Historic X. But SP3, SP3, what happened after this match was over? We're going to so, highlight a so, couple so, of these uh, comments so, so, first. CM, listen, listen. I got you, girl. I'm out here trying to make sure people understand that Will Ospreay is the man. He is the man. And at the end of the day, 
the kid's got it. He's look, look, look. From, from, from all understandings that I have about Will Ospreay, uh, professionally or not, he seems to be a good guy, a good enough guy. Sometimes, you know, people are gonna make mistakes. It, it is what it is. He's yeah. human. Uh, but at the end of the day, I think that uh, what Will Ospreay has been able to do uh, for the uh, IWGP United States Heavyweight Championship has been something that, and I'll say this, that Kenny Omega couldn't even do. And oh, come on. Will you life. stop? Will <laughs> you stop? You, that was the Listen. most blasphemous thing I've ever seen. I want to disclaim. Jake Jackson needs to make a disclaimer for you, sir, in your, in your over-the-top love of Will Ospreay. This is ridiculous. He's he's one of my favorites in the world of wrestling today, but I'm not going to say the blasphemous things that you are saying right now, sir. Uh, CM says, punk-ass Phil thought he'd block us, but we rise now. Uh, Kenny, smuggle, smuggle Coda out. I love that. That's great. That's great. Yes, please do. Uh, Nick Jackson said that Hayabusa um, gear was beautiful. That's an amazing picture. Uh, we also got CM Chris says, love that. I love Hayabusa in FMW. Uh, God rest his soul. Yes, indeed. Uh, Vala B also mentioning what you said. Jay News saying Osprey is a good dude, though. Uh, CM talking about Shooter saying he made Mox proud. Made his daddy proud. Yes, he made did. his daddy proud. Uh, we also got Negro Buck who says, you can really tell how good someone is by how Chris their dropkick is. Yes. The, the 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 art of a great dropkick impresses me immediately. That's why I, I agree with uh with Jay News. Kevin Knight has a great future ahead of him. Yeah, uh, sure. we'll we'll talk about his match on this show as well. Valabi says waiting for uh Suji and Yuya uh to come back so we can get the whole class to come up. Yes, yes. I think Yuya yeah. is gonna be a star. Yeah. I haven't, seen, I haven't I haven't seen enough of what Suji's been doing in in Mexico as of yet. Uh, I got to catch up with that all over on CMLL. But uh, yeah, you know, hopefully those dudes come back quick, man. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, we got bro who says I need to get on whatever diet is shoot, shooter is on, dude, because dude looks amazing, incredible. Uh, yeah, yeah. you dude. Yeah. That's what I said during the matchup. Like I think at the early portion of the match, I was like, man, shooter's in amazing shape. He was not in the shape. When he was a young lion. No. He just he was, wasn't. Absolutely he just not. wasn't. Uh, so you also got Valo B who says, Osprey has a peanut for a brain, but still a great wrestler. Amen. Fair enough. Uh, CM says, I need Shooter to get on American TV too. I see him and uh, Takashi, uh, Kanosuke Takeshna all be the next generation for NJPW. I want them to be worldwide. Well, Takeshna is really uh, a DDT guy and he's very mm -hmm. adamant about sticking with DDT, but he signed with AEW now and he can be the future of AEW. I would say guys like Takeshna, MJF, da uh, Daniel Garcia, Willie Yuta, you know, Hook, uh, Lee Moriarty, those are guys that can be like the future on AEW. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Uh, can't we disagree got... there. Huh? I said, I can't disagree there. Can't disagree yeah. there. Yeah. Uh, we also got uh, Frantic World who says, Kenny Omega said Will could have been the top star, but he dropped the ball. Now I have to come back to show him who the big star is. So, yes, let's talk about that post match. I know you've been wanting to talk about it, J News, because I called it. I called it. I said this. Mm -hmm. 
I said this. I said this before Battle Autumn. I th- I didn't know Osprey was gonna get one more title defense in, but I've been saying before Battle Autumn. Go back and watch the Battle Autumn preview. I said Osprey wins against Naito, and then the video wall comes up. We get the Omega video package. Then Shota Amino showed up, and I was like, all right. After that, it's either got to be Omega or I'll, I'll accept Moxley because it makes sense with Shooter. Mm-hmm. But we got what I wanted. Let's talk about it, JD. It's uh, it is, it is the bit of news that has overshadowed everything that happened in wrestling this weekend. <laughs> that that piece of news that that happening, uh, that video that was played out on the Tron, Kenny Omega sticking it to. Will Ospreay speaking all that Japanese goodness to begin the video, and then obviously uh, speaking uh, in English at the end of the video, just so, uh, in the words of Ola B, uh, Will's peanut brain can understand it. Uh, Kenny Omega, man, Wrestle Kingdom 17 versus Will Ospreay for the IWGP United States Heavyweight Championship. It's happening, folks. It is going down. Kevin Kelly said this during the match. I said this while watching the video. I'm not too sure what New Japan Pro Wrestling is thinking. This is the main event. This is the main event. Um, you, you're overshadowing. You're overshadowing your own heavyweight champion at this point. Uh, but it is what it is. We get the match that we want uh, to see in their relative primes. This is the most important thing. We don't get to see Kenny Omega as a 50-year-old wrestler and, and Will Ospreay as a as a 40-year-old wrestler. We get to see these guys in their primes, tear it up, tear the house down at the Tokyo Dome. What did I think about this? That's the first thing I said to myself. SP3 was right. It went down. This is the match he wanted to see. I thought we were going to get Mox on, honestly. But now having, uh, having uh, the chance to see uh what's coming in about a month and a half's time can't wait man can't wait in the in the words of the great bart scott can't wait <laughs> so uh, that's so, definitely uh, some great ass news man what are, your thoughts your thoughts on talk a little bit about what omega said he said that uh we he said when aew was built uh there was nothing left for me in new japan pro wrestling so uh, so he left so of course he needed to be replaced and who was the replacement they chose? Well, of course, it just had to be the masterful William Osprey. And how did that turn out? He was like, the crowds are smaller. There's there's no, the, the crowd, you can't hear them cheering anymore. So now, you know, they talk about, oh, that's because of, of the pandemic. He was like, mm-hmm. is that the line that they tell you to trot out? He was like, the real virus is you, Will. And he was like, he has to come back now. He was like, when New Japan called, he wasn't really interested. <laughs> I love that. That was a great line. I wasn't really interested. But you, Will, in all your auto-translating foreign pals, or all of you, or Kenny Omega knockoffs. So now I have to come back and have to prove the difference of what makes uh, what makes Kenny Omega different from a Will Ospreay. So Wrestle Kingdom, he's coming to save the promotion, and he's coming to face Will Ospreay. Man, Kenny Omega, 
No one does the video, video, the video trial video, the, the video challenge like Kenny Omega. This man looked like an absolute fucking boss, first of all, in the throne with his shades on, looking like a fucking boss. And then the, he's, the way he just so smoothly, this man cuts a better Japanese promo than he does in English. I, I'm on, honest to say just how smooth he cut this promo. And yeah, Will Ospreay accepting afterwards. This is the match I wanted. This is the match you needed. And this completes the, the story of what I was just talking about, of Will Ospreay establishing the United States Championship as the 1B title. This is the match to do it. And how dare you say that Kenny Omega didn't do that because the last time the U.S. title was in as big of a match as this was Omega versus Alpha. Alpha versus Omega, Jericho versus Omega, and he put the United States Championship on the map that to the point that New Japan felt comfortable enough to take to to basically get rid of the Intercontinental title. That's what Omega did last time. So Omega already did this shit. It's not his fault. They decided to give it to the Juice Robinsons of the world and the Cody Rhodes of the world for a few years. It's not Omega's fault. Will Ospreay brought it back and he's made it the 1B and now Omega is coming to put the put the stamp of their approval the first mm -hmm. ever champion versus quite possibly the greatest united states champion of all time the two greatest gaijins of all time going at it will mm -hmm. uh, i mean dave Meltzer is going to be masturbating he's going to be having an orgasm as soon as the bell rings because he is going ready to break the star in you had seven stars with omega okada four this match getting 10 this match is getting 10 stars. It's in the Tokyo Dome. Give him all the stars. He's going to be giving all the stars away. This is going to be amazing. I can't wait for January 4th now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All that rhetoric. All that goddamn talk. And you're absolutely wrong, SP3. Will Ospreay said it himself. He stayed. Omega left. That United States Championship was made to be a whole lot of nothing after Omega decided to up and leave and go create this other damn company on the other side of the goddamn pond. And Will Ospreay stayed, and he took it upon himself to revitalize that championship. And that's exactly what he's done. And he's the better champion, for goddamn sakes. And for all intents and purposes, this story better end the right way, SP3. This better end the way that it's supposed to end. And if it does not, if we get a, another years full of a goddamn story between Kenny Omega and Will Ospreay, I feel it will be a, it'll be too damn much at the end of the day. This story better end the way it should end decisively. That's all I got to say. That's all I got to say. So who do you, what do you, what you, you, it sounds like you're saying Will Ospreay has to win at Wrestle Kingdom. I mean, the, the, the story, I mean, if, if Kenny Omega wins, right, if Kenny Omega wins this match and he takes the belt from Will Ospreay, doesn't that mean that Kenny has to then cut time between AEW and New Japan Pro Wrestling? Is that something that Kenny Omega wants to do at this stage in his career? I think it's not. So at the end of the day, I feel since Will Ospreay wants to be in New Japan, he wants to be the head, the head guy, Will Ospreay has to win this match in order to be able to get over that Kenny Omega-sized hump 
that Kenny Omega says that he puts that he's putting out into the damn world. Well, Osprey's got to win here, man. If he doesn't win, what's the point? What's the point? The point is that Kenny Omega is the goddamn man. That's what the point <laughs> is. That he's about to have an even greater 2023 than he had in 2021, that he did in 2020, that he had in 2018, 2017. Kenny Omega is about to wash Will Ospreay. Now, I think it's going to be an uh, incredible match. And yeah, I do agree with a lot of the comments that we see in the live chat. I think we're getting the match of the year four days in like i, mean, I don't a lot, know a lot i don't of, know if anything else is going to beat that at, by the end of the year the last the last couple of years is it's sort of been that way where like we enter the new year it's january 4th we get into wrestle kingdom and then we get a match of the year contender right off the bat yeah, it yeah. Just stays there for this the majority year we of got, the year we got a spray in uh okada mm-hmm. in the main event of the tokyo dome this year, I mean, I think I think there's a potential that a lot of the matches at Wrestle Kingdom that they already have booked are getting four stars and over. Like the floor for a lot of these matches is four stars. Like that's not even talking about the potential. Like this match alone has the potential to do six stars to break the the, the scale again. I feel you, man. I feel you. I'm with it, man. I'm with it. Uh can't can't wait to see it. Uh hopefully. You know, it's not a eight-hour show that I have to sit through because that would be just it'd be. Hey, it's back awful. to one night, man. Just I know. Saying. Man. No, I know. It's it's so the Wrestle- three a.m. You just gotta get your sleep. January third. It's it's the WrestleMania experience all over again. That shit is the pits. But um, <laughs> I'll say that. But uh, we'll see, man. We'll see. With the, I'm definitely awaiting this match. Hopefully, it uh, it comes through, man. And it fits the bill, and we're all happy by the end of it. And uh, yeah, that that's all I got to say about that for right now. For right now, yes, we we will surely, of course, talk more about uh, Wrestle Kingdom as well as Osprey and Omega on the rest of the shows this week. Uh, to answer CM Chris, we got more than two matches. We got Osprey and Omega. We got uh, White versus Okada. You now got the IWGP Women's Championship matchup we're going to talk about that was set up on this show. You got the World TV title finals with Ren Narita versus Zack Sabre Jr. You got the four-way for the IWGP Junior Heavyweight Championships, FTR versus the winner of the World Tag League. You got uh, Catch 2-2 versus the winner of the Super, uh, Super Junior Tag League. And... Probably Carl Anderson finally defending the Never Open Weight Championship. Probably. Probably. We'll see how much politics can play in going into Wrestle Kingdom. You know, we see. Uh, is he either gonna be he's either gonna announce he's defending at Wrestle Kingdom or he's defending at like World Tag League finals or something like oh, that? that. That that's just oh that's oh, cheap, God, but God, that's God, what God, WWE God, WWE is like tell him tell him you do the world title. Just <laughs> they'll set up they'll set up their never open way title for wrestle kingdom you'll be done with them and then you can come back do some oc stuff you know go around and lose for guys feuding with aj styles why not i mean i think that carl anderson uh you know being the good brother that he is he's gonna want the bigger payday the bigger paydays at wrestle kingdom I was like, no, can't. not right <laughs> now. WWE, WWE gonna pay you a Wrestle Kingdom thing for do the Saudi show, and then he, like hey, three man. Wrestle Kingdoms. They're gonna pay you three Wrestle Kingdoms for one Saudi show. So at, at the end of the day, 
Carl Anderson needs that second pool so he will go and wrestle at Wrestle Kingdom. My brother. He's all about the pools. <laughs> all right, J News. We talked a lot about uh Osprey versus Omino, the great match for the IWGP United States Championship, the setup for Kenny Omega versus Will Osprey for Russell Kingdom. <laughs> now let's go to the beginning of the show. Let's go to the pre-show before we start with the main card. All right, let's do it, brother. I mean, first match of the night over at the pre-show. Uh, we had all the current crop of young lions in an eight-man tag. We had the LA Dojo guys being represented. Uh, we had Gabriel Kidd, Alex Coglin, Clark Connors, and Kevin Knight uh, going up against the uh, No Gay Dojo guys. Oscar, uh, I, w- I want to say his name. I think it's I think it's Lou, uh, Kose Fujita, uh, Ryohei Oiwa, and Yudo Nakashima. Uh, we had the more veteran uh, crop of young lion guys um, win this match. Uh, which just made all the sense in the world. It just seems to me, and this is just more of a uh, point of view thing. It just seems to me that the LA Dojo guys have been uh, readily more prepared and and uh, have shifted into uh, the limelight um, more than the Noge Dojo guys uh, that have been around for over a year now. Um, even though these guys have been doing work for the last three years, I would say. Uh, between Coglin, Kid, I mean, Kid even longer than that before the dojo stuff, uh, Coglin and Connors, and now Kevin Knight, uh, being on strong for the last uh, year and a half of some change. Um, those guys are impressive. Uh, obviously, they were going to get the win over the younger, young lion crop over in uh, from the Nogay dojo, but the Nogay dojo guys, I've said this before, I'll say it again, uh, still don't have much faith in them as of yet. Uh, haven't seen much from them to determine whether or not they're going to pop or be uh, big enough stars as of yet. Because I saw that early on uh, with, uh, like Balavi said, with guys like um, Yu Yuimura and Yoda Suji early on when they were doing everything during the pandemic. I saw like you know, these dudes; they're going to be able to do something in New Japan. But I haven't, I haven't gotten that that taste yet. From these guys over at the no, who are representing the No Gay Dojo right now, but the LA Dojo guys, uh, they're there, they're there, man, they're there. I, I want to see more from them. Uh, we had a good, but I think we mentioned this last time. We had a cool last conversation with Kevin Knight the last time at, at uh, over at the Rumble on Forty Fourth Street. Uh, cool dude, Jet. Like I said, like I always say, Jet got the best bunnies in the business, man. That dropkick is is water, you know. Um, but uh, yeah, man, uh, good way to start off the show. Um, I wasn't a big fan of the next match necessarily, not because it was a it was a rumble, but because the way they they piece it together. Ugh. But your well, thoughts on this particular the, match? The first the match to to specify, it's not really a, you know young lions in the eight man tag. It's LA <laughs> Dojo versus the Young Lions because they they, they did really confirm that on commentary that you know guys like Coglin, Kid, Connors, they're graduated. They're uh, when they refer to them as the LA Dojo, they are they're talking about a fight team. They're not talking about a young lions, a young lion. So it's really the young lions versus the LA Dojo. That's how I saw it. And I thought that the young uh, the uh, LA Dojo guys came off 
very, very well. They have just a nice little swagger to them. And they came off like heels, especially with the post-match beatdown on the Young Lions as well. And I like that. I like their little swagger. I liked Kevin Knight uh, talking trash to the camera. Like you said, we got to talk to him. And I, I like him bringing out more of that personality out here in his first time in Japan, but ahead of the Super Junior Tag League. So good performance. Mm -hmm. And as far as the uh, lewd guy, he is huge. That is like that yeah, was that, when man. he came in the ring. I was like, God damn, this guy it makes everyone look like a dwarf. Yeah, he dwarfs everybody. Uh they mentioned they mentioned that I think he's of German descent. Um during the time of the pandemic, he had already joined the dojo, quote unquote, but he had to go back to, to Germany and he was being trained by the guys over at WXW for a while. And now he's back at the dojo uh doing the thing. But he is he is a sizable young man. Uh, we, we will see what he has to bring uh, to the Nogay Dojo crop. Hopefully uh, a, a new dimension to the Nogay Dojo crop because uh, these guys, not yet, not yet over at the Nogay Dojo. Uh, we got uh, Dunstan who says, oh, I thought I was the only one. It, look, it looked like most of the women's Titantron look far better than most of the men's. Side. Yeah, for sure. For sure. That's exactly what it was, man. Uh, the stardom the stardom folks seem to have a better design team than the guys over at New Japan Pro Wrestling. So. It's crazy because they're owned by the same company, you would exactly. think. Uh, B saying Alex Coglin is going to be the white Ishii. Yeah, I mean, hey, I, I saw him in Blood Sports. In Blood Sport, he's awesome. So, hey, man, listen, listen. Yeah, Alice Coglin, the android, the android, Alice Coglin, um, the white Ishii. Yeah, I'm gonna leave that there, man. I'm, I'm gonna leave that there, brother. Let's go to the next match. <laughs> All right, so the next match, uh, it was a uh, uh, what, what Rambo, what the hell? it was the Rambo, right? The, 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 the Rambo. women's. Yeah, it doesn't actually list this on the uh, the results here. But it, anyways, says, it says to be the determined thing on the website. I did yeah, see that. It, it, it whatever. It was it was it was a short Rambo. It was about twenty five minutes. Um, I did not like how this was set up at all. Um, it just it I don't know. It felt sloppy. It felt sloppy to me. Um, I don't feel like a lot of the girls actually. When it comes to the Rambo, you're supposed to be able to 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 catch something in the sense of who's getting their shit in. I didn't see anybody really get their shit in here. Um, like I said, it was it was done in a very sloppy fashion. I wasn't a fan of this match. Had nothing to do with the with the ladies. More the more more of the uh, more or less of the sense of how it was booked. Um, I just I, I wasn't a fan. I wasn't, and I'm not a fan of the regular New Japan Rambos either. Uh, so you know, at, at the end of the day, this just didn't work for me. Um, I forget who won this match, to be quite honest. Um, Myra. Uh, okay, there you go. Okay, so Myra <laughs> won the match. Yeah. All right, <laughs> so, uh, or Mirai, 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 Mirai won this match. Um, so yeah, there's that, and um, you know, to, to each his own. Uh, I think the ladies did the best with what they were given, uh, which wasn't much. So <laughs> there's that. I mean, it's a stardom Rambo, so it's like a New Japan Rambo. I don't expect much from it. I do expect a moment or two, and we didn't mm -hmm. even get that. We so didn't get that. I gave we that. I gave, I gave the opener with the LA Dojo guys. I'll give that three stars. I mm -hmm. gave this one a star and a half. Yeah, maybe if if that. If that's that. me. That's me being generous. <laughs> let's, go to the, let's go to the opener on the main card. 
So we got the opener here, which was an eight-man tag team match. We had those those putrid, those those go-away heat-having House of Torture boys. It was evil, Yujiro Takahashi, Dick Togawin show, going up against members of Chaos. Ladies and gentlemen, the newest member of Chaos, officially or unofficially, I don't know if officially. you want to say that. Officially, uh, the men of the hour, the bad, the what was it? What was the, the tagline they gave him at the show? The bad child, was it? The, the, the bad child, yes. bad child. The, the bad child. Le- it was Rush. so weird hearing rap music for an entrance on a new, it was, show. and it, especially now. I mean, I'm not gonna knock it, it is what it is. Leo's been doing his music thing for a while, but Leo Rush, yo, Yoshihashi, and Tubble Hero Ishii of Chaos, uh, going up against, um those house of torture boys and stuff like that this match didn't last too long about seven minutes or so um leo russian yo uh sticking it sticking it to show using the 3k for the win on dick togo as chaos comes up with the upper hand in this particular match uh not much of a showing for tomohiro ishii before his match coming up against uh, chris jericho here i think it's on wednesday right uh, for, yeah. for the AEW uh, t- uh, heavyweight, uh, for the ROH heavyweight championship, um, but uh, good showing for for Leo Rush. Good showing for uh, for Yo. Um, didn't see much of Yoshihashi in this match either, uh, but whatever you did see is typical Yoshihashi stuff. Uh, the House of Torture guys, you know, I really can't say much about the House of Torture guys. Like I didn't notice this before, like, but during the House of Torture entrance, I noticed that Show had a snake wrapped around one of his arms, and I was like, "What is this crap? Who is green lighting these jackets?" And can anyone tell me why that is even allowed right now? So, anyways, but uh, yeah, it went it went that way. Uh, Chaos obviously getting the win here. Uh, to to give it the star rating, maybe a solid two. It was better than the Rambo, but at the end of the day, it has the House of Torture. No need. So I gave it two and a half stars. I think Leo Rush he looked good. Uh, this was more about establishing Rush yeah. and uh, Yo, who are in the Super Junior Tag League, establishing that they're going to be using the three K. Uh, and that came into play in their first match earlier uh, today, which I was able to catch uh, before we went live here. And uh, they had a really good match with the champions, Catch 2-2. So uh, they should be uh, delivering some good matches in the Super Junior Tag League. But this match, yeah, two and a half stars. But how's yeah. the torture? They have go away heat for me. Uh, Chris, <laughs> CM Chris saying chaos has been busy this weekend. You had uh, chaos represented by best friends, Orange Cassidy, Rocky Romero, and Dan Housen uh, mm-hmm. getting the win on the full gear zero hour pre-show. And then you got chaos on this show throughout this show uh, as well. So yes, uh, New Japan, Stardom, and AEW gave us a hell of a weekend of wrestling. Yes, yes, indeed. And can someone tell me why? AEW thought it bright, a good idea to continuously tell people that the best friends had a mystery partner going into this match when everyone knew it was going to be Dad Housen. Well, they didn't say mystery. They said a very nice, very evil, very mysterious partner. So they they were telling us who it was the whole time, but this was to introduce the new Dan Housen. Or the sure. old Dan Housen, the old yes, at. the man with the teeth in the jar and everything else in between. They even had him on video on freaking Rampage. I mean, come on, guys, come on. 
Yeah, they didn't. They didn't try to make it seem like it was gonna be a mystery partner. So people thought it would be. They pretty much told you it was gonna be Danhausen, but it was to introduce the new version of him. I don't even know why you brought this up. I brought it it up because I thought that it was like I. I don't know what that what AEW was trying to do. It's just confusing. But anyways, on to the next match. Uh, We had a uh, six woman tag team match. This was between two of the different factions of Stardom. Uh, to go over onto one side, it was Himeka, Thakla, and my Sakurai versus uh, Sayakamitani, Lady C, and I, I say AZM. I don't necessarily necessarily. I don't know if they say it any other way, but AZM. So those six ladies took on one another. Um, you know, it was interesting because I know that uh, Stardom has their different divisions uh, for their belts, so it was interesting to see uh, what the names of the different divisions are. Um, they have their equivalent of like a super junior division, which is what Thecla is a part of, um, along with um, which is I think, I think I think that's the high speed. Yeah, champion. the high speed, the high speed championship. Um, and it was interesting to see that from their perspective, and they move really, really fast. They, this match, <laughs> and then uh, what we would see, I think, uh, a couple of matches later with Starlight Kid mm-hmm. and Nasapoy. I was like. Yeah. Man, I want to see some high speed matches after seeing For them sure. in this matchup here. Like Thecla, I, I I was a fan of her from her name, but just <laughs> watching her with the poisonous spider with the stuff she was doing and stuff, I like her. She's cool. She's cool, man. She's cool. They they gave us they gave us some good uh some good action here. Lady C was touted to be the tallest of all this. the Bro's women. Bro's helping us. Bro's helping Azumi. us. Thank you, bro. Bro, you the man. Thank you. I appreciate you, bro. Um the uh, Lady C uh, touted to be the tallest of all the women wrestlers in all of stardom. Uh, she is definitely a taller uh, woman, uh, you know, so I would say, but she brought, she, she brought it, man. I, I really liked what she was doing in the match, even though they didn't give her too much shine uh, towards the end of the match. Uh, they, they, they really let her do some stuff. So I, I thought that she was, uh, she was impressive for, for what it is that she was doing, but yeah, definitely those, those, uh, those uh, those high speed ladies, they uh, they they brought something that was definitely different. And I'm there thinking to myself, but Starbucks has been around for a while. Is where the, is this where the guys are getting all their freaking uh, shit from? And I was like, because at the end of the day, it just makes sense, you know. And I was like, that's uh, that's dope though. That's dope, man. So uh, I think the uh, the ladies from Saya Kamatani side won this match, um, and I think Kamatani got the pin on uh, my Sakurai. Uh, with the Firebird Splash, as they call it, uh, which was just the 450, really. Uh, so um, those young ladies, they definitely did the thing there in their six women's tag match. Uh, we then had a uh, a mixed tag come up next. I don't get to give my thoughts. <laughs> you have thoughts? You have thoughts? You have thoughts? Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> you have thoughts. This match was uh, a lot of... I thought this match was a lot of fun, and it kind of highlighted a bunch of the ladies here. Hameka, mm-hmm. uh, she looked good with her with her power display, kind of lifting... I think it was uh, two of the ladies at once. Mm-hmm. That was a very impressive uh, power display. But Sayaka Matani, there's a reason why she was top 10 in the PWI 150 for the women, because she's really damn good. She's probably one of the better high flyers in wrestling, regardless of gender, that I saw just how smooth she hit that 450 and then the other matches that I've seen with her. I've seen a match with her and Starlight Kid earlier this year where just the the smoothness of their high flying is just really something to behold. So Saya Kamatani, she looked really good here and I thought it was a fun a fun uh, trios matchup that got over a bunch of the ladies here. So I gave this one three and a quarter stars. 
I could dig that. I could dig that. Three and a quarter stars is a good score. I'm with that. I'm with that. Uh, what do we have next? We have a tag match. We have a mixed tag match, should I say? This was this was fun. Uh, we had Julia and Zack Saber Jr. Uh, versus Shuri and Tom Lawler. Tom Lawler bringing the filthy as he usually does uh, with Shuri. Um, so uh, we have a comment here from uh, Volabi SP3. Yeah, Volabi says, but everyone uh, knows Azumi is going to be the top star of Stardom soon. Her time will come. All right, cool. I appreciate the uh and he said tallest like what five six? I mean, most of the ladies at freaking stardom are miniature, bro. So yeah, tallest is five six. What what the hell? You know, you gotta make it relative to the company at the end of the day. Sheesh. Like we, we, it's not like we got freaking Raquel Gonzalez out here, you know what I'm saying? So it's like fair. So it is what it is there. Uh but yeah, man. Um, I think that this next match was fun. Uh, for all intents and purposes, uh, I, you know, um, Tom, like I said, I'm not a fan. Of, I'm not the biggest fan of Tom Lawler, but his entertainment aspect of what he does to get the fans involved into the match, I think is always cool from a New Japan standpoint. Uh, didn't know much about Shuri or Julia coming into this match. Um, I figured that they were rivals in some sense because they were on opposite sides. But I also I believe that they used to be a tag team or are currently a tag team. I don't necessarily they know. were they used to be a tag team. They used to be in a DDM <laughs> together until uh, basically Shuri went out on her own and uh, decided to, you know, become a single star and mm-hmm. got kind of, you know, rose to the top. And now Julia kind of felt left behind. And now Julia, she won the. Uh, five-star Grand Prix, which gets her a shot at the World of Stardom Championship, which is the top prize that Shuri currently owns. And these two Mm. women will face each other on December 29th, I believe, at Queendom. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So that's that's coming up. I think that the the ladies uh, were able to to show some good prospects to 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 lead into the match uh, coming out on December 29th. I think that them uh, taking that short, uh, I think it was like about a minute or two of teaming together to, 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 to blast Tom Lawler. And I think they also got Zach as well, if I'm not mistaken at, at some point, but um, yeah, those ladies were fun. I think Zach and Tom Lawler uh, doing their bits uh, were fun as well in this match. Uh, good way to have the, uh, the mixed tag go. Uh, and get everyone involved in the match and not just have it be the ladies and the ladies versus the ladies and the guys versus the guys. So uh, <laughs> there, there's that aspect of it. Uh, but uh, any other thoughts about this particular match here at Speed 3? Well, uh, Zack Sabre Julia got the win after mm-hmm. uh, ZSJ got the European clutch on Tom Lawler. I thought this was a, a fun little mixed tag match. I like the personalities here. I like Shuri and Julia working together, kind of showing that they have a past of being a team that got that across. And it got across a lot of the elements of their feud in a short amount of time. And I would say Shuri and Julia were kind of the stars of this match. And I like Mm -hmm. that Lawler and Cypher Jr. kind of of benefited to that and kind of like pushed pushed them to the forefront here and stand out, although it was Zack Sabre Jr. scoring the win over Tom Lawler. They got over their feud, made me want to see Queendom with their match on December 29th. So I would say this was a success. I gave this three and a half stars. It's a solid, solid score for this match, which I thought was highly entertaining for what it is that they brought to the table. We then had a, another eight-person tag match here. Yeah. 
uh, that went over that we that we lightly touched on um, previously. Uh, we had these side. So this was all Suzuki Goon on both sides. Uh, we had one side of the Suzuki Goon faction that had Momo Watanabe, Starlight Kid, El Desperado, and Doki uh, against Natsupoi, Tam Nakano, uh, Yoshinobu Kanemaru, and Tai Chi. Uh, lovingly called them Uncle Nobu during the match, <laughs> which was interesting to hear. That was hear. great. That was great. <laughs> so uh, Uncle Nobu uh, basically uh, showing, uh, I believe it was Natsupoi, the, the, uh, the thrills of having that satori uh and making sure she knew how to have that that uh that that satori mist going that's a satori surprise the satori surprise yes indeed uh so we i this yes yet again another match that was highly entertaining uh the the, the ladies here uh being thrust into the forefront which was cool i think that was more or less the point of the mixed tags of the mixed tags um i think el desperado uh showing his uh, his fandom of his tag team partner and Starlight Kid wearing the half and half mask, same as Starlight Kid wearing the half and half mask of her showing her uh, her fandom for for Desperado here. Uh, I believe uh, was also a cool thing to see. Uh, the young ladies on the side of Tai Chi and Kanamaru, uh, they were they looked like fairies to me. Um, and I'm talking about fairies in the fairy tale way, not like the bad way. <laughs> so, you know, um, they uh, very light pastel colors and things of that nature. And with their the entrance, the ent- the, the, the dance and, and, and the thing. And I was like, I didn't even know that happened. I, I, I wasn't even I wasn't even aware. I was not even aware that uh, they did that sort of a thing at Stardom. But that's that was cool to see because it was it was a different type of entrance uh, to see uh, from any professional wrestler, let alone let alone to be uh, just ladies themselves. Uh, but uh, what does Vala B say here? SL Despi is the best. Starlight Ooh. Despi. Uh, yeah. yeah, this was this was a lot of a lot of fun as well. I thought that I agree with you. The SL Despi uh, duo that that put over kind of Starlight Kid uh, in a way by having Despi come out in her in her mask with the half and half. I like the uh, the Cosmic Angels with their uh, their little entrance with the Taishi mask. That was very cool. And this felt like the first time on the night that the, the New Japan and stardom it felt like the teams felt like teams for once although mm-hmm. you know you had a stable kind of split in half with suzuki goon here i thought the suzuki goon interactions were great the headlock battle between despi and nobu was a lot of fun taishi interacting with doki and taishi getting the win that worked and i like the the ending in the post match with taishi putting a little seed into tom nakano's thought talking about her going after the iwg Women's Championship. That was a little bit of foreshadowing that we don't always get in New Japan, and I like that little that little nugget there at the end with them kept saying IWGP, IWGP, and then you see Tam thinking about it to the camera. That was great. Yeah, the thought process there was planted, and later on in the events, we see what that what that planted seed uh, brought forward. But I also yeah. wanted to point out, I think I pointed this out earlier, Mumbo Watanabe, she wanted a piece of Tai Chi before the match even started. She wanted a piece. She wanted to get in there with Tai Chi. Tai Chi was about to sumo her. He ain't, exactly. he ain't want that smoke, though. Uh, and uh, to give the, the match a star rating, I gave this one uh, three stars. That's what, this was, this was uh, another fun. solid so, match. It was a, it was it was definitely fun uh, with everybody involved. 
Uh, big shout outs to Doki and Uncle Nobu uh, for going at one another, even though they were a tag team the night afterwards. <laughs> so uh, that was always that's always uh, welcome fun from New Japan. Uh, on to uh, what Bobby is saying here. Um, I, I what it, what it was that Bobby said. He said going into the show, a lot of the fans thought Tai Chi would do the Cosmic Angels dance. Sad he didn't join. Yeah, I didn't think that was gonna happen. <laughs> I just didn't think that was gonna happen. Uh, from my standpoint, you know. But it may, you know, the, the, like I said, the entrance was was still cool. It was still dope. Um, good entertaining stuff there. Uh, we then get we then get the uh, the last mixed tag, if I'm not mistaken, uh, of the show. Uh, we got. A tag match here. We had uh, Micah and Hiroki Goto uh, going against uh, Yutami Hayashishida and Hiroshi Tanahashi. Um, this match lasted about nine and a half minutes. Um, we got more of the straight up uh, women versus men and men versus women in this match. First of all, when I saw Tanahashi smack the crap out of Micah, I was not. And I repeat, not. I, I, I couldn't believe it, man. I just couldn't believe it. I couldn't believe it. The reason I couldn't believe it was because they have been putting over how how much the ace, like what he did to Goto all those years ago at the G1 and then in this past G1 where he busted his lip open and all and everything else in between. Like how he did that to this 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 stardom uh, star and, and she didn't get a freaking jaw swiped was was beyond me but it was what it was at the end of the day i i thought that these ladies uh brought it um i felt like the interactions that um that uh uh Hayashi shishida had with goto were also cool as well um like yet again uh like the, the other um <coughs> sorry uh like the other mixed tags in this event very entertaining uh cool stuff to see uh i believe Hayashishida was the one who got the pin over Micah uh, for the win with the hijack bomb in this match. SP3, your thoughts about this match? I Yo, Hayashishita is the fucking woman. She is the woman, yo. She's only 24 years old, and she just came out, and I was like, oh, this is the ace of uh, Stardom. Right. Like, like right, she right. she just had that swagger to her, and it wasn't even the fact that she was teaming with Tadahashi that made me say that. It was her entrance and how she came across. I was like, her look is just phenomenal. She looks like a star. She walks like a star. She presents herself like one, and she works like one. The hijack yeah. bomb is a girl. Great. It's a great finisher for her to have, and she's able to execute it on a number of different women from what I've seen. So I love the performance here. Love her interactions with uh, Hiroki Goto in the matchup, as well as her, her team with Tadahashi. Micah was uh, good at, in here. She was a good foil for her. Her and Hayashita work very well with each other. Goto and Tadahashi work well with one another. I gave this three and a quarter stars, but the real takeaway for me was Hayashita. I'm a fan. Now, now I saw the uh, Shuri versus Haya Shishita match, the uh, the first ever women's match that broke Dave Meltzer's star rating, and I gave it five stars as well because I loved that match. That match was incredible. But I'm gonna go out my way to watch more of them, and I heard that they 
faced each other on Saturday uh, at the Stardom show, uh, Yatami and Shuri. And a lot of people are saying that's the best women's match of this year. So I'm going to go out of my way to watch that as well. Uh, let me know in the live chat if you're a, a Patreon backer and you want me to review that show for Patreon, let me know in the chat. There it is. There it is. SP3 kicking it with the stardom ladies and then we go ahead and we go into some more multi-man tag team action we had some 10-man tag action here we had this those united empire boys led by the great lord gideon gray uh, along with francesco akira kyle fletcher mark davis and tjp uh against los ingo but now it's the hapon bushi herman takahashi sanada shingo takagi and the one and only tetsuya naito Guys, we watched these enough to understand what this was. We understand what this was. Uh, Lij has been trying to get uh, Lord Gideon Gray to put or tuck his tail between his legs and run away, and they they continued to put the beats on Lord Gideon Gray. Uh, they continued uh, to uh, show off and 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 show the world that Lij is just the 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 uh the overall better faction but they can't seem to get wins here uh because at the end of the day uh the united empire uh gets the win uh kyle fletcher and mark davis hit the Coriolis on bushi to get the to get the overall win uh after 10 minutes um in this match uh but a lot of this was more or less to, to pump up the the junior the junior tag champs in tjp and francesco akira they got uh they got some shit in for uh for uh, for Kyle Fletcher and Mark Davis, as they are to me, they're the favorites going into the World Tag League. Um, hopefully, they get their uh, their match against FTR at Wrestle Kingdom, and 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 the Lord Gideon Gray doing his best <laughs> to be uh, some uh, Lij's punching bag. So that's always welcome and stuff like that. Lij with their usual tag team functionality, the fluidness, the the drop kicks, and everything else in between. They're the they're the best band of brothers I know in, in professional wrestling. Is Lij so uh, that's always cool to see. Uh, SP3, your thoughts about uh, this uh, match? I thought uh, Lij as usual in these multi man matches, they usually know how to have an entertaining match, and mm -hmm. they did that. I love their interactions with Gideon Gray. Gideon Gray has become one of my favorite members of the United Empire. Honestly, <laughs> he just comes off like the money mark, the annoying uh, guy who's like the spokesperson for the group, and it just gives them a different feel. So I I enjoy it, and I enjoy him being in these multi man matches like this. But yeah, I felt like this was just a match to kind of put over Aussie Open ahead of World Tag League. They seem like the favorites, and if they are the favorites and they do win, that gives us another potential five-star match for Wrestle Kingdom. So I'm here for Aussie Open winning World Tag League and versus FTR for the IWGP Heavyweight Tag Team titles at Wrestle Kingdom. There it is. There it is. That was a 10-man tag. We then go ahead to the six-man tag. I didn't necessarily know what to expect out of this, you know? Um, as uh, as a person who's been watching uh, New Japan Pro Wrestling for a long period of time and Japanese wrestling in general uh, here and there uh, throughout the years, uh, to know that this is going to be the Great Muda's last match in New Japan Pro Wrestling uh, was was just uh, I didn't know what I didn't know how to feel necessarily right because at the at the end of the day for the last couple of years he, uh, we've seen Muda in different in different uh, in different companies and just at, at this stage in his career he's really the, the 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 body doesn't have much left right uh so 
uh, to see him here. I knew we were going to get a couple of missed spots from him, um, uh, obviously with the great Ocon and things of that nature. I didn't necessarily know how well he's going to be able to move around the uh, around the ring, um, which wasn't really well, uh, to, to be quite honest, if I'm, if I'm, if I'm speaking honestly here. Um, but at the end of the day, it, it, to, 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 to me, I think um, if it wasn't for the great Muda and the great Sasuke and the great Kabuki, I would have never gotten into Japanese wrestling in the mid to in the, in the late eight, in the late eighties, early nineties. Uh, so uh, much credit due to great Muda for even uh, turning me into a, a fan of Japanese wrestling to begin with uh, great career uh, for, for this man and, and for what he's done. Uh, this match uh, in particular, uh, six-man tag, it was the United Empire Boys, Great Okan, Jeff Cobb, and Aaron Hanare, gentrified Hanare, as we like to call him here at the channel, uh, versus uh, the Great Muda, uh, Kazuchika Okada, and Toru Yano of Chaos Lore. This match lasted about nine minutes and 48 seconds. Uh, to say that, you know, I, was the match entertaining for the most part? Uh, yeah, I, 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 think, I think it was. I think they were able to get... Um, they were able to have uh, Kaz in there for the majority of the, of the match to carry it from a wrestling standpoint. Toriano uh, brought, brought his usual comedic stylings to the match. Um, Jeff Cobb had, one, I think if I'm not mistaken, Jeff Cobb had one power spot in this match. Uh, so I'm not too sure if Jeff Cobb's completely healthy as of yet. Um, but he was he was able to uh, to compete in this match. Great Ocon took the majority of, of the beating in this match. Hanare got his shit in here and there, uh, but Kazuchika Okada was able to hit the Rainmaker on Gentrified Hanare to win this match by the end of it all. Uh, the great Muda, uh, by the time the match was over, uh, he gave Kazuchika Okada his seal of approval. Uh, finally, after all of this, uh, after all of these years, uh, did not shake the man's hand, but he did spew the green mist into the air uh, in the vicinity of Kazuchika Okada as he walked out of a New Japan arena for the last time in his career. SP3, uh, your thoughts on this match and, and, and how you saw it? Uh, yeah, I mean, Great Muda was my introduction to kind of Japanese professional wrestling. Watching WCW in the early 90s, late 80s, like he was the guy that kind of was, uh, you know, who is this guy? The face paint, the mist, his feud with Sting. Those were the things that kind of got me to pay more attention to WCW. I would say it's guys like Rick, uh, Rick Flair, Sting, Vader, and Great Muda. Those are the four, the Mount Rushmore of what I look introduced me to WCW and made me watch it and pay attention to it. So watching this match and knowing that it's the final match in his uh, final New Japan match for the Great Muda, it was kind of disappointing, honestly, because this felt mm -hmm. like the match before the final match for Great right. Muda, because all they've done with, you know, the introduction of him during the World TV title tournament and in this match is set up a match with him and Great Okan. And I would think that, you know, one last thing for Great Muda to do is put over the national hero, the national treasure that is Great Okan and pass on the greatness of the Great Muda to the Great Okan. I think that would have been a proper uh, final uh, New Japan match for him. Right. But as we know, Japanese wrestling is a little bit different than American wrestling. So at this point, if the if the great mood is going to go out on his shield, uh, he's going to go out on his shield against uh, the uh, the great Shinsuke 
Shinsuke. Yeah, because because the <laughs> WWE star who barely gets wins on WWE TV needs to come to another promotion to beat the Great Muda. Absolutely. Fucking Lulu. Uh, we got Bala B says still looking forward to the match with Nakamura on January 1st, though. Yeah, I mean, we, we talked about it last time, Day News. If you're still down, I'm down to watch yeah. that man, watch the, the show, and I'll review that either for Patreon. But if we get enough attention, maybe get more people involved, liking the you know our content with us talking about the Japanese scene. Maybe we can review the show on the channel, but for sure it'll be on Patreon. Uh, we got Bala B who says Jacob did a fantastic post-match backstage interview. Go watch it. It's hilarious. He's blinded, so he's basically uh to the wall in the back instead of the cameras. Yeah, yeah. Look, guys, I think when I when I saw the runtime for the historic crossover show and it came in at 540, right? Five hours five, and 40 minutes. I had 534, but yeah. I, yeah, I, I, I had five hours and 40 minutes on, on, on my end. Guys, and it end the, the match, right? The, the 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 main event match between the ladies ended at four hours and twenty minutes. That means that there was still an hour and twenty minutes of the show. It's like how do they without do this? matches? And then, and then, how do and then you, you do also that? you also have to skip like twenty minutes of the pre-show yes. because they stopped the pre-show forty minutes in. So you have the twenty-minute gap between the pre-show and the start of the main show. Then you also got uh, they didn't even to be fair to them though they learned to not do the long intermission between sure. the, the fifth and the sixth match. So mm-hmm. at least that that cut on the time. But yeah, like most of the shit that they show for the last hour is just one backstage interview with Kyrie, and then nothing but dead air. <laughs> yeah, I'm not too sure as to what happened there. Who was who was in charge of the recording that 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 night? It was it, I, yeah. Anyways, on to the next match. Well, Historic we got the next. final match. It's time to talk about the main event because we already talked about Osprey right. and Aminu. If you want to mm-hmm. hear our thoughts on that, you can go. You can rewind this video to the beginning because we talked about that at the start. Around the ten minute point is when we started to talk about that, as well as the Omega challenging Will Osprey for Wrestle Kingdom seventeen. So we just got the main event. First ever IWGP Women's Championship matchup, Kyrie versus Mayu Iwatani in the live chat. If you have any thoughts on that match or overall thoughts on the show, let us know. After that, we're going to give you our match of the night, MVP, LVP, thumbs up, thumbs down, thumbs in the middle for the show overall. So last call for Super Chat donations as well. If you're feeling a little generous, J News, let's get into this main event. Oh, man, the main event. What can I say? 25 and a half minutes of uh, of what I thought was probably one of the better women's matches I've seen all year. Um, and I don't get to watch too many of the women's matches nowadays because my 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 rest my outside of New Japan, my wrestling watching habits aren't that great. Uh, so so being able to see uh, the great Kyrie here against uh, who is the, the young lady who is the face supposedly of stardom uh mayu iwatani um this was a freaking battle a battle of of two women who were friends the the storyline was that it uh iwatani felt like uh kairi had left had left had left her behind sorry i'm not even being able to speak today (laughs) had left her behind and and iwatani carried the company on her back for the last five and a half years 
uh, Kyrie Sane or Kyrie, sorry, uh, coming back and 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 uh, making her return this year as a part-time star at Stardom. That was thrown in there during commentary as well. Uh, also, have to mention that uh, one of the Stardom ladies were part was part of the English commentary. She was put as uh, part of English commentary after I think the third match of the night. Um, and she, uh, I think a, I think that new Japan, um, I understood the intent behind having the young lady on the, on the announced team. Um, but she didn't add much to the team, which was a little to, to me, which, uh, you know, it sucked because I wanted to hear more of her perspective and learn more about the, more, learn more about the ladies when she did get her, um, her vocals involved. I learned a little bit more here and there, but I understood what it was about. But on to, back to the match, I think that uh, Iwatani just, man, she brought it in this match. Not to say that Kyrie didn't, but like being able to watch this match, this was this was more, this was more strong style from these two ladies than I had seen the entire show. And to me, that was super dope to see that those two ladies putting the, the display on of what. Uh, the stardom women can do and 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 they delivered big time in my estimation uh it was uh, just seeing Iwatani do uh those those dragon suplexes and and her striking game and and Kyrie still looking like she's at the top of her game it, it was just it was just a dope ass match to see um at the end of it all uh Kyrie uh came away uh, with the win, she dropped the insane elbow uh, for the second time uh, during this match on Mayu Iwatani uh, to get the win and be the inaugural uh, IWGP Women's Champion. SP3, your thoughts on the match? Uh, how did you feel that the ladies did here? Did they uh, represent stardom as well as I thought they did? Your thoughts? First of all, let's mm -hmm. give credit to the commentary because, yeah. um, you know, like you said, I would have would have loved the uh, the young lady that was on commentary to give kind of give a little bit more, more? The, little, yeah. the little bits that she did give us did add a bunch to the uh, overall presentation of the main event. But I I think Kevin Kelly and Chris Galton did a yeah. spectacular job of sure. covering the history and giving us the story within the story. And it made everything that we were watching transpire mean a lot more, you know, to compare this, you know, for the new Japan fans like me, who doesn't watch a lot of stardom um, automatically comparing, you know, the three daughters of stardom to the three musketeers, musketeers of, yeah. uh, you know, Hiroshi Tanahashi, Shinsuke Nakamura, Kasasori Shibata to Kyrie, uh, Io Shirai, and Mayu Iwatani that immediately was like, okay, I understand this more. And in a lot of ways, they were kind of trying to put this across that Mayu is the Tadahashi in this scenario. But mm -hmm. like you said, Mayu showed me a totally different side of her in this matchup because she had, I've seen the kind of Tadahashi in her. She plays just a great baby face, can fight from underneath, can get the crowd behind her, just has that facial expressions and the body language that just connects her to the crowd in a great way. But in this match, she showed Dakota Ibushi, that zombie Mayu that, that came out. I was like, no, that's Kota. She's Kota, really. 
really. She's because she does the moon sauce and stuff. She has the agility of Kota Ibushi. She has the hard strikes. But then when she brought up the zombie, I was just like, oh, I love this girl. This girl is now one of my favorites in there. And I love, I already loved Kyrie, but Kyrie showed that she still is one of the best female wrestlers in the world. She can tap into that at any point. Those spinning back fists. Oh my God. I was like, she is hitting her harder than I saw Eddie Kingston hit June Akiyama. And that might be because Eddie loves June, but I'm sorry. Those Kyrie spinning backfits were harder than Eddie's and those that she was not holding anything back. This was one of the best women's matches that I saw this year. I gave it four and a half stars. This is such a great way to kind of firmly establish the IWGP Women's Championship, putting it in the main event spot, and it delivering such a high-quality main event matchup. Like I said, one of the best women's matches that I saw all year. These ladies just brought the intensity. Uh, you know, it just shifted into different gears. Such great near falls, the dragon suplexes, and just barely uh, Kyrie getting her, her shoulder up on those uh Mayu kicking out of the first insane elbow that was that was tremendous as well so I loved every bit of this just the different sequences the emotion that was involved with you know Mayu feeling like Kyrie left her behind and had her hold the bag of stardom for five years and now Kyrie is back as a part-timer and trying to get this accolade that Mayu wants so much you felt that in the emotion and what they were doing doing and then the commentary drove it home even more so like i said four and a half stars one of the best women's matches of the year post-match though they set up what could be one yep. of the best women's matches of next year as the seed that was planted earlier in the night by taishi telling tom nakano to go after the iwgp women's championship she became the first woman to challenge Kyrie. For the title during Kyrie's celebration and our final promo to the crowd. And then afterwards, we got the graphic. It's official. It's going to be Kyrie defending the IWGP Women's Championship against Tam Nakano January, January 4th at the Tokyo Dome, Wrestle Kingdom 17. This should be another tremendous bout. I know that uh, Kyrie just went 30 minutes with Saya Kamatani uh, for stardom on Saturday. Then had that that had this tremendous match back to back. So I know with a lot of rest, her and Tam are going to deliver at Wrestle Kingdom. What did you think about the post match here? Uh, I thought that uh, that they executed that well. You know, to your point, uh, Tai Chi. Uh, planting that seed in Tam's uh, Tam's head earlier in the night uh, definitely led to this particular moment here. Um, so we'll see this match at Wrestle Kingdom 17. We'll see as to where they slotted in the card. Um, hopefully, they give them a good a good spot in the card uh, and not just throw them in at the beginning of the show or whatever the case is. So uh, hopefully, they get they get some shine and and uh, yeah, that uh, looking forward to it, man. Uh, Kyrie still on top of her game. Uh, I want to see more from Mayu Iwatani, and and I'll see as to what it is that Tam Nakano can bring in one of these big matches. Uh, so uh, definitely looking forward to that. Uh, overall, uh, with the show here, uh, the historic ex- the the historic crossover event, uh, yet again a, a good show for New Japan and Stardom uh, to to deliver to us uh, professional wrestling fans. And so that's just my take on it. 
we do have a super chat donation here from the good brother Vala B2 back to back. Thank you, Vala B. Very generous this morning. We appreciate that. He says, Mayu versus Kyrie is my match of the night. This was the quintessential stardom big match main event. This match slapped, stomped, humped all the words. Kyrie deserves it, but I was rooting for Mayu. Um, I, yeah, I mean, I was rooting for Kyrie because I just felt she was the right choice to be the first ever IWGP Women's Champion. And like thinking about it after the watching the show, I was really like, I feel like they kind of told Kyrie this. So, like they were like, "Hey, we're doing something with New Japan. How about you come back and be the first ever IWGP Women's Champion?" Because I think that might have been a part of the of the the pitch to Kyrie to come back to stardom because this would be the type of accolade you would mm -hmm. think about like all right I did my time in WWE now I'm coming back and I'm doing something even bigger than I was before for stardom because a lot of the people you know you go to WWE you don't want to go back sometime to the promotions right. that you used to be at that are smaller you're making less money unless you're going to achieve or have the you know the type of push that's bigger than what you were able to get before and I think they've done that already ready with Kyrie by giving her this achievement. Yeah, no, I, d I definitely agree there. Um, the, the, the good part about it is, is that she, uh, she was able to show out and uh, she hasn't let anybody down as of yet. Uh, so that's, that's been a, a, a big, a big part of this. Um, her deserved, her deserved achievement here. Uh, hopefully she's able to, to take this belt into international waters. So yeah. that's the hope for me. Um, it, it'll be obviously it's going to be great for her to do to have her matches with the other stardom ladies and stuff like that. But you know, since it is the IWGP Women's Championship, maybe she can defend it against other women in other companies. Let's see if that can be a thing. Being that Kyrie does have some experience here in the states, it might be somewhere to go with it. I don't know. It's up to uh, the folks over at Bushi Road. Uh, we got another super chat donation here from Vala B who says, uh, Waka did the best she could. Whenever she struggled in English, she could comfortably switch to Japanese so Chris could fill in on what she's saying. Yeah, I, I think that they yeah, yeah. realized that she was quiet for a while mm -hmm. because she didn't feel comfortable, you know, talking English for that long. And I like that Chris Carlton kind of stepped up and started talking in Japanese to her and kind of filling in on what she said when she was more comfortable and then at a point i think kevin kelly was saying like what would you say to mayu no no in right. japanese just say it in japanese <laughs> right right they, they did their best to get her involved and stuff like that so like i said i, I knew what it was that new japan was trying to do um it just you know at, at the time at, at certain times when she just went completely silent i was like oh this is this isn't boding well right now i think the guy the guys need to do something but to your point sp3 uh charlton came in and 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 basically spoke to her in Japanese, got got some stuff out of her as well. And uh Kevin Kelly trying to goad her into saying uh, different things in Japanese was a good was a good was a good thing as well. Um you know at, at the end of the day, you know, having the representation, having the female representation from the from the wrestler side was 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 the point. Uh yeah. which which I think uh for future events uh can be something that they could just work on and things of that nature. So uh definitely a good uh a good way to to have it start out uh at this event. So that's going to bring us to the end of the show. So it's mm -hmm. about that time, J News, to mm -hmm. give our thumbs up, thumbs down, thumbs in the middle 
uh, your match of the night, MVP, LVP for the show. If you're watching us live, you can do that in the live chat. We will highlight some of your comments here on the screen. And if you're watching us on demand, please let us know in the comments down below what you thought of the show, your thumbs up, thumbs down, thumbs in the middle. Good brother, Kayfabe Tactics, who's always leaving great comments, especially on our New Japan content. We want to know what you thought about Historic uh, Crossover. Who He already told me on the full gear of roundtable review in the comments that he thought historic crossover was better than full gear so i'm interested to hear what j news thought about this show so let's put our thumbs in the middle for new japan pro wrestling x stardom historic crossover in three two one thumbs up across the board from me thumbs and up. j news out of 10 what did you give the show j news uh I, I i said it was a good show so for me this is a solid eight uh for the fact that I, you know me it, it, when it comes to tag matches and stuff like that or whatever it just too much filler kills it for me i know what the point of the event was don't get me wrong uh and, and things of that nature but between the main event uh what osprey and, and, and shooter brung uh the mixed tag matches were highly entertaining and very fun to watch so that that's what really brought me into it um so that that to me is is uh definitely uh, an eight out of ten. If they, if it would have been, I, I don't know, I, a little bit more out of out of out of certain things, uh, maybe I, I probably would have given it like a nine or a ten or whatever the case is. But this is a good start to 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 my uh, to my experience uh, with the ladies from Stardom. Um, so you know, we'll we'll definitely uh, take it from here. Yeah, I'm gonna go seven and a half out of 10 uh i i went really high on aew full gear i went i went nine and a half out of ten it was God more of a, i i would say it's a nine out of ten but i just felt like giving it a nine and a half just to piss some people off um but you know what i'm gonna give a boost for this because i love the main event so i'm gonna go eight out of ten as well for this one i thought it was a good combination of what uh new japan and stardom could achieve like you said the mixed tag matches were a lot of fun got me to got to, to got to introduce me to a couple of the stardom stars that i wasn't familiar with as well so i always enjoyed that and i would say that uh the semi-main event and main event gave us some high quality matches to close mm -hmm. off the show and that's what you're looking for and of course it made you look forward for what's to come with the announcement of omega versus osprey as well as tam versus Kyrie. we got some big matches coming up for wrestle kingdom and the card is really shaping up to probably be the best wrestle kingdom card in years probably since tw at least 2020 at the very least but j news match sure. of the night what did you give it uh match of the night man has to go to the ladies main event brother that's what i was saying it's just one of those things where where they showed out they they showed us what those stardom lady what those stardom ladies could do and they put it all on the line it was it was all that emotion all the effort all the all the all the strong style uh stardom style uh to to, to say it that way i think that um that definitely uh brought it and you know uh Big props to the to, to the gentleman. Obviously, at the semi-main, Will Ospreay, uh, my main man, Shata. You know they they brought the they they brought it, man. They brought it, and and uh, but the ladies they definitely killed it uh, here at at, uh, at this show. Um, MVP. Uh, well, I, I don't get it. You do the MVP to me. I don't get a match of the night. You 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 get it all. You get it all. You get it all, man. You get it all. 
<laughs> I will go with the main event uh, as well, Kyrie and Mayu. Like I said, one of the best women's matches of the year. It's it's that uh, Becky Bianca from WrestleMania. Those are my the two that comes to mind when I think of the best women's matches this year. But I'm gonna go out of my way to watch the Stardom show from over this weekend. I might add. Uh, Hayashita versus Shuri to that list as well. But I think uh, Kyrie and Mayu really uh, did a great job of really giving a, gr- uh, a tremendous start to the IWGP Women's Championship. And they chose the two, the two right women to kind of uh, introduce the championship. So MVP of the show, J-News, who you got? Oh, man. Um, you know what, Ben? MVP of the show because she showed out and I thought she brought the fire, even though in a loss, uh, giving it to Mayu Iwatani. Uh, she, 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 she brought that fire, man. She, she, she brought the zombie with her. You know what I'm saying? That was, that was, that was super dope, man. I, I really, honestly, during the match, I really, really thought she was going to pull it out. Um, but, uh, Kyrie ended up getting the win, but, but Mayu Iwatani, man, just being, giving, um, basically, going through the story beats that they went through in the match and then Kevin Kelly basically explaining uh, what Iwatani had been doing the last five years or so since Kyrie had left and things of that nature. Uh, she really, uh, Iwatani showed why uh, she was left with the bag and she took that bag and she ran with it. So that's what uh, made her my MVP of the night, uh, my LVP of the night. If I'm being completely honest, again, yeah, 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 you're doing yeah. it to me. I don't I'm, get an MVP I'm, choice. I'm, I'm, I'm damn shit. Uh, my MVP, I give co MVP to uh, Osprey and hmm. Mayu. Yeah, I agree with you. Mayu Iwatani definitely uh, proved her point of why she's been the ace and the top star for stardom for all these years. Uh, I I want to I want to show some love to Hayashita. She ain't MVP, but like I said, that was that was the stardom person that impressed me the most on this show. Shuri and Julia as well, they were great uh, in their mixed tag match. But my MVP, Osprey and Mayu, Osprey for what he's doing with the IWGP US title, and Mayu for what I feel she was the MVP of that main event. That was the match of the night. LVP of the show, J News. Automatic LVP goes to those dumbass House of Torture boys just because it has to go that way. And that is always going to be my default go-to at every New Japan show until someone does some even dumber stuff at any other shows. What about you? I I agree. House of Torture, definitely my my LVPs because... I mean, there wasn't too much bad on this show, and they're bad. So they're yeah. the only things bad on this show. So you got to go. give it to there them. Uh, but, yes, that brings us to a close for NJPW X Stardom Historic Crossover Roundtable Review. want to thank the good brother, Jay News, for joining me here, as per usual, reviewing New Japan. But this won't be the last time they see you talk about New Japan if you're a Patreon backer. Because we got some tournaments going on. So let the people know what you're going to be up to as well as well as where they can find you, sir. Oh, man. Well, tonight, ladies and gentlemen, uh, I will be posting up a review on the Patreon for the Super Junior Tag League. Tomorrow, I'll be covering the, the regular World Tag League. Every single night of these events, your good brother, Jay News, will be covering it. So p- please go on to the Patreon. Uh, pay your three bucks a month. 
Help us the hell out. Love the content. Do what you got to do and support your good brothers over at the Patreon. Uh, you can check me out over on the Instagram, uh, underscore J-O-N-J-Y. Uh, you know, I'll be I'll be doing my best to giving you all the updates across the board when it comes to everything that's coming up. And uh, yeah, SP3. Good to hear that stuff right there. You can follow me on the Twitter machine at TrueHillSP3. I'll be back on the YouTubes on the ITR Clips YouTube channel later today, 4 p.m. Eastern time with Alex McCarthy on Monday Night Live on Inside the Ropes. We'll be with uh, Kenny McIntosh as well, and we'll be discussing AEW full gear, breaking down the card, giving my star ratings. If you want a spoiler alert for those star ratings, check out yesterday's AEW full gear 2022 roundtable review with myself and the True Jaw Josh, breaking down all the action from AEW full gear from Newark, New Jersey. You can check that out right now. Like we said before, patreon.com forward slash true hill heat three dollars a month true hill heat prediction championship as well as additional content including our reviews for the world tag league and super junior tag league right now you can check out our preview for those tournaments that's up right now at patreon.com forward slash true hill heat also you got a review of nwa hard times yes i made stat king watch that god awful show and he reviewed it over on patreon.com forward slash true hill heat as well twitch.tv forward slash true hill heat wrestling we're about 10 followers away from 100 followers so go over there and support us we're going to be making some changes this week changing the name changing the presentation and there'll be a lot more gaming over there so check it out and then prowrestlingtees.com forward slash true hills for your true hill heat merchandise want to see last final comments as we close things off here you got Ashton Ash uh, bidding us adieu saying all of this has been fun but I must bid you adieu all of all of y'all adieu uh goodbye and good night and yes Ashton Ash join us later ITR clips ITR clips is the YouTube channel, me and AMAC talking about full gear later today. Want to thank J News as always. We'll be back together reviewing the finals of the World Tag League, Super Junior Tag League here on the YouTube channel. For more New Japan content, you got Patreon. For J News, it is me, it is me, your True Hill Phenom SP3. This has been our NJPW X Stardom Historic Crossover. 